there's a proven system of how to get and shift your mindset and rewire your brain. And that is how I've gone by and Hey there, crafter with a full-time job. If you're looking for a way to make extra income, extra 10K in your sleep from SVG Cut Files in the next 12 months, I'm Jeff and I am here to help you. Sign up for my free masterclass below and get my secrets for building a successful six-figure SVG business. So you can quit your job, you can cut down your hours to spend more time with your kids. So today we are going to be talking about creating a non-toxic culture in your business with Jacqueline the clean beauty biz coach. Hello, Jacqueline. How are you? Good morning. I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm good too. It's uh, 1030 p.m. on my side and it's pouring heavily outside. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, bright and early on my side and it's actually going to be a beautiful day. We've had a lot of rain. <laughs> cool, cool. And I believe it's summer season. Yes, it is. It's been very hot and muggy, but we actually had a really beautiful, like, spring day yesterday. So it was perfect. <laughs> awesome. That's good to hear. So I'm uh, sorry, I didn't get where, where you are located. I'm in Virginia. Are, Virginia. Awesome. Yeah. That's nice. Cool. So I'm here in Melbourne, Australia, completely opposite side of the world. <laughs> so yes. Jacqueline, tell us about yourself. Yeah, well, my name is Jacqueline Rodriguez, and I am the Clean Beauty Business Coach. I own a holistic hair and makeup salon here in Virginia, and I have been really, really passionate about shifting the way that we do business, especially in the beauty industry, because it just tends to be a very toxic environment. And I've built my entire business all around creating a non-toxic, clean culture um, environment, not only for the owner, for the um, staff who works with me, and for the client so that we can start shifting the way the beauty industry, you know, is. Yes, I can completely understand. Like, there's so much competition, uh, especially in the beauty industry. Literally, uh, it's like you see a salon like literally everywhere you go, every suburb has its own salon. So I think it can get really competitive. So can you explain to us what, what does the word holistic mean? Because uh, being applied to the beauty industry, I think this is the first time I'm coming across this word. So I would love to know what, what does it mean and how do you so apply it? For me, the holistic or clean environment really is looking at as a business owner, as the, the people who work with me and for the consumer, the guests that come into my salon, looking at all of us as a whole. So when you think about beauty, you do think about just hair and makeup. Like how are you looking? How is somebody gonna look when they walk out your doors? For me, it goes so much deeper than that. It really is who they are as a person making sure that we are talking to them, seeing them, hearing them on a whole new level where we're not just asking about hair and makeup. We are asking about what toxins are in your hair and makeup products. 
where what are you putting on your skin and how are you feeling like what stressors is coming up like we do a lot of energy healing and different types of modalities that are all organic and clean so that there's no there's no trading your health for your beauty anymore and that goes everywhere from even sustainability how are we treating the planet like businesses can be very very wasteful especially in the beauty industry so looking at the business from every level and you know the products that you use what are their values and missions and are they hiring fair trade are they putting good ingredients into the products that they use how do they treat their staff what is their mission and culture in their work environment so holistic is so many different layers for me cool i understand so um, another question is like uh what i uh, first understood is like uh, the inner your inner person like your inner characteristics is that something you focus on as well oh yeah for sure that's all a part of like where the holistic being so you as a whole is everything like what are you thinking um what are you telling yourself i am a certified neuro coach i'm also a energy healer so every level of that with what your thoughts are and how does that actually manifest into your life how are you pushing away the things that you actually want there's so many different layers to that cool cool that makes so much sense like uh just listening to your description i feel like visiting your salon because it sounds so different what do you guys think like uh what do you what do you understand from this experience like i am really intrigued about the kind of experience you pro you're providing over there so uh tell us like Uh, in your in your bio you say that you help businesses create a non-toxic culture so can you de de define the meaning of non-toxic culture yeah so non-toxic is getting rid of all the toxins so if you are a um beauty professional looking at the products that you're using what toxins chemicals that you can reduce or get rid of completely and then it also goes just like the word holistic there's it's all of those words of the holistic that we create so what are you thinking like what limitations are you putting on yourself as a business owner like how are you actually creating the business what values and missions do you have so creating non toxic doesn't just mean a product if you have toxic thoughts that is hindering your business if you have a toxic environment like staffing if there is competition and jealousy and you know communication if there's no communication in your business then you don't have a non-toxic environment so that's basically it's all of the um different components of holistic and clean that you can actually take every one of those steps and create a culture where not only do people want to come in get their hair or whatever it is buy your product whatever business it is but you're happy you actually are joyful 
even when you face things, we know as business owners, we have things we face that are not always great. Negative reviews. It, yeah, negative reviews or a stressful day, like putting out fires. Maybe something didn't get shipped out right or it got shipped to the wrong place. Like there's so many different things. And when you've created that culture, all of a sudden you can handle those things without it breaking you. And as business owners, I mean, we have enough things that come in day in and day out that are stressful, that we take home with us, that we can literally break our mental health. There's no need for all of that. If we learn how to create the non-toxic, clean environment, then it takes care of all those things. And then you can handle a stressful day without it ruining your entire day or without taking it home to your family. It's so important to be able to put those things into containers and not allow them to overlap and create more negativity in your life. I love that. So is, is this something that you can apply to a solopreneur? Because a lot of my, a lot of women from my audience are crafters who run their own businesses. So is this something that we can apply in our lives or does it only fit to businesses with teams? No, no, not at all. Because if you think about it, you are, as a solopreneur, you're all the pieces, right? But then think about that too, that when you're by yourself, you still enroll help or support in your business, whether it is your husband taking care of the kids so that you can run your business or your kids picking up and cleaning up at the house. They are essentially a part of your team. And if you have clear communication, you reduced the toxicity, mind thought, you know, thoughts or um, communication, then you're able to communicate with your family, your friends on what is necessary for you to run your business successfully and to have peace and joy in on that. So when I talk about teams, even if you don't have a team, this applies to every piece of your life. So maybe you're not talking to your staff, but you're enrolling your husband into supporting you. Cool. Or, wife, cool. or whoever, right? <laughs> I never would have thought about it this way. Thanks for sharing that. And I just want to ask the people who are watching this, what are some of the toxic thoughts that come to your mind? Let us know in the comments so we can uh, go over them one at a time. And I would love to know, so what made you choose this niche? What inspired you to create something like this? Well, I really chose this. I mean, I've been in the beauty industry for a very long time. So this has always been something like this particular um, segment has always been something that I'm passionate about. And I have worked in extremely toxic environments. And it's a cultural thing in the beauty industry of like, this is just how we are. We're competitive. We don't support one another. We kind of go behind each other's backs. And I hated it. I hated working in that environment. So I, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. So I knew I wanted to open my own business. And when I started, I committed to myself that I was not going to run my business the way I had seen all of the other places run their business. So I knew I wanted to run it differently. 
And then my personal life, I was cleaning out a lot of the toxins. Like I was eating healthy. I was not using chemicals in my house. I was communicating with my family, doing a lot of self-help and development. And when I was clean and healthy on my house, I was still walking into a very toxic environment with the actual chemicals. So then I started seeing correlations of like, Okay, when I'm not in the salon, I'm not, I feel great. Like, I don't have that mild headache. I'm, you know, my joints and stuff aren't hurting from working all day. And then I'd go back into the salon, and that mild headache would start creeping back in. And um, wrist problems and all of these things. So I decided to go into my salon and clear the actual chemical toxins as much as possible. So that's how I started on this journey of wanting to create a culture and a safe space for beauty professionals. And not only just on the way we run business, but the environment itself. Cool, that makes sense. So what were some of the toxic thoughts uh, that you had to battle? And what are some toxic thoughts that your customers come to you uh, uh, seeking help for? Uh, the number one toxic thought I see, uh, and I battled and still, right? I mean, we have things that come up. Now I just, I can spot it and I can shift it when it comes up. Is that I'm not good enough. That oh. I don't know enough. I'm not <laughs> worthy. Um, that somebody else has more than I do and it's just not possible for me right? Especially as business owners, we see all of these wildly successful business owners. And we're who like, Oh, that's great. Huh? Who can relate right? uh, yeah. in the audience? If you can relate to this, show me a hands up because I can completely relate to this. And I feel this like almost every day. Yeah. And it's normal. It's natural. Nothing is wrong with you when you're thinking these things. The thing with the brain is we have so many thoughts every single day. And when we have these thoughts, like our brains would not be able, like we wouldn't be able to lift our pillow, I mean our head off the pillow, if we had to take the energy to think every single thought brand new. So what our brains does is it takes a thought that we have repeated over and over again, and that has an emotion with it, and it puts it on automation. So when you have told yourself over and over again that I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, or you've been taught, no, normally most of these things come from the age of zero to eight. Something was said, something got put into your thought system and created an automation and that became reality for you. So whether you grew up and you were told in school that you're not a good reader, then that becomes your identity and you carry that on. So these thoughts are completely normal and they are just trying to keep you safe. And the beautiful thing about it is once you figure out what your thought pattern is, then you can recognize it because they're still gonna come up. We're human, this is just what happens. We get into a situation that feels stretchy for us, that feels uncomfortable and that thought comes up. But when you're able to figure it out, then all of a sudden you're able to spot it and shift it in the moment and it no longer controls you for 
a few hours a day or two or a week or a month. We've all been there. I mean, I have been in the situations where those thoughts actually would put me out for weeks on end and then nothing gets done. And then it's just this vicious cycle because then you're back in that circle of like, Oh, see, I'm not worthy enough because you're proving to yourself that you're right. And as for me, I do not want to be right in the fact that I'm not worthy. I want to prove myself wrong. Wrong. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so true. I love that. Uh, so first you need to recognize your negative thought and then work on it whenever it comes up instead of just ignoring it. Yeah. Yes. We don't, there's no way to ignore it or to push it down. A lot of us like, We'll just take those thoughts and we're like, oh, we're not going to think about them. But that's not going to be useful either. So once we clarify and we recognize the thought, then there's, I, I have in my programs a system of taking the thought and then starting to rewire it and shift away from that thought so that you still, you may still have it in certain situations, but you're able to shift out of it. And it's not a constant or a daily. It is because... I, I don't know if you um, relate, but when I had, and I was really in that bad thought pattern, I would have it morning, noon, and night, every single day, and there was no break from it. Mm -hmm. Once I learned how to identify which one was really holding me back, then I was able to start shifting and actually rewiring my thought and now that only shows up every once in a while when mm -hmm. I'm really stretching or getting into something completely new, that thought will pop back up and then I'm able to get out of it even quicker. So there's a proven system of how to get and shift your mindset and rewire your brain. And that is how I've gone by and and it's okay for us to like still have things kind of come up every once in a while. This podcast is sponsored by my Ivy League Standard SVG Business Coaching Program, SVG Superstar, where you not only learn to design SVGs, but also how to sell those designs to make money in your sleep. To learn more about my program, sign up for my free masterclass via the link in the description. Cool. I love that. So there is a solution to this problem. Yes. And if you work on it, you can really get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just a matter of like recognizing. Mm -hmm. And then when we do, and it's a community too, right? Like finding, you don't have to do this on your own. It does not have to be hard. It can be something that is easy and just knowing how to go through the steps. Mm -hmm. I, I love that. So uh, can you tell us like other examples of these kind of thoughts? So one is like, I'm not good enough. What are other patterns you see commonly in business owners? Um, money problems, right? Always there's a lack of, there's not enough money. I can't work on myself you know i can't i can't afford to do self-healing or whatever you know whatever it is that you want to do we have a very scarcity mindset 
Oh, yes. A lot of business owners, right, feel like I don't have the money to do this or I have to sell X, Y, and Z before I can do this. So lack and scarcity is very, very common, especially in business owners because we're constantly dealing with cash flow. And a lot of business owners are not accountants or CPAs. <laughs> so you don't go in with the financial background because you got into what you're doing because you love your craft, because you love what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And that is normal. So being able to shift your mindset and not have the lack or scarcity mindset frees up so much stress in a entrepreneur's life. That has been a huge, huge thing. So once you feel that you're worthy enough and then you have a very positive outlook on financials and, and not even just financials, it really is like scarcity of even being able to enjoy myself. I'm a workaholic. Mm -hmm. And Same. I, yeah, <laughs> most of us entrepreneurs are, and I would work, work, work. I wouldn't have fun. Like there mm -hmm. was no break to have fun or to enjoy myself because I had a thought that if I took a break and I wasn't working on my business, that my business wasn't going to do well, mm -hmm. or that something was going to fall through the cracks or that something was going to fall apart because I wasn't working on it right then and there. That is scarcity mindset. We are abundant and we are able, like once you figure out how to shift that, mm -hmm. you're able to attract everything that you need with ease versus constantly working, working, working. And everything, like one of the other thoughts I had was everything had to be hard, hard. Like this one is the one that still gets me. <laughs> it comes back a lot. And, you know, I'm, I'm still growing and evolving and I get to see how that plays a part in my life and shift where things get to be easy instead of hard. And that is also scarcity. Like if it's hard, it's because I'm afraid that it's not going to happen if it's not hard, that I wasn't worthy because it wasn't hard. So bringing all of that abundance into your life, that is such a key component. I love that. It, can you can you share like some steps or three quick steps on how to overcome this scarcity mindset around money? Yeah, around money is look, the first step is you want to look at all the abundance in your life. Because if you're constantly looking at what you don't have, then you're going to only attract more. So the first step really is grateful, grateful list, being grateful for everything in your life. Mm -hmm. If you woke up, be grateful for it. If you had a hot cup of coffee and you got two minutes of silence or a minute of silence before your kids started going crazy, be grateful for that. Then be grateful for the smiles and the laughs of your kids and the, the, the way the sun sets, the way, like every little piece of your day, be grateful for that. And that will show, that shows your mind that you are abundant. Mm -hmm. 
And those little things honestly will shift your thought on financials because then you you feel abundant versus lack. So that would be the first step. Just be grateful for everything. And if that's waking up and having a grateful list or before you go to bed, writing out your grateful list of like, what are you grateful for, for the day? And the second thing would be really taking a step back and looking at where do you need support, right? Especially if you're a solopreneur, mm -hmm. you didn't get into this as a CPA or a financial advisor or anything, right? So taking a look at where do you get to have support? Because once you get the support you need for the financials, it's this whole weight that is lifted off of you. And yeah. you can focus on bringing more in, the abundance, and you don't have to worry so much about the unknown. And that and even if you don't want to hire somebody, don't ignore your financials. Look at them. Look at what's happening so that at least you have a very knowledgeable and educated knowing of what's happening in your business and where you get to go with that. Mm -hmm. And I always say, get help with it, get support, have somebody on your team, have a CPA, have a financial advisor so that they can support you in that. Cause that relieves so much stress. Cause then you're not just in your own thoughts of like what can go wrong. You have hard facts of what's in front of you. I love that. Sorry, I need to interrupt. Can you tell us what's the meaning of CPA? Oh, CPAs, uh, oh, now is I it, don't remember what it means. It's like your um, accountant, but they're able to do, uh, I guess the accountant only does like the paperwork and everything and our bookkeeping. And then the CPA does like your taxes, can do bookkeeping, can do all of the different things. So even if you just get a bookkeeper so that you can take a look at where you're at, um, but CPA now, of course, I don't remember what it actually stands for. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, related to being an accountant. <laughs> yes. It's an accountant, but that can do taxes as well. <laughs> cool. Yeah. cool. And, and it'll come to me after we're off this. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Nikki says that gratitude, love it. And that's so true. Like once, uh, I used to have all these thoughts as well. But a couple of months ago, I started a uh, doing a grateful list, what I am grateful for every single morning. And the amount of positivity it has brought to my life is just amazing. Like, no matter where I go, I'm just looking at things and I'm like, wow, I'm so grateful for this. I'm so grateful for that. Uh, I, when I'm in the shower, I'm like, I'm so grateful for this hot water because so many people don't have this in this world. Uh, if I see a beautiful morning, I just say, wow, I'm so grateful for this beautiful day. Like I find myself being grateful in every single moment. And it, it, it's just, it just makes you feel so happy. Uh, when you when you are being grateful and you're just enjoying the moment like i find myself smiling like i'm showering and i'm so happy like wow yeah and that's that is exactly it right because you shift your energy 
from being worried and stressed out, your whole being is energy. And if you walk up or you wake up and you walk into your day with a nervous, stressed out, anxious type of energy, how do you think your day is going to go? Terrible. And if you shift it, yeah, you shift it and you're grateful for the hot water or for the littlest things. I'm always grateful in the morning, my little puppy, she sleeps with me and she just has the cutest face. Like the first thing I see in the morning is something so beautiful and innocent. And I'm able to shift, like no matter what I wake up to, I'm able to get into gratitude for that. And that is how your day goes yeah. and you continue. And then if you hit something that makes you feel anxious again, stop for a second and take a look around you. What can you be grateful for? Because it shifts your entire energetic energy all around you. And so then when you're in that energy, you're attracting the same. What, and this is something, a quote that one of my um, mentors said, quite a few of them, I'm sure. What you resist, persist. So if you're resisting um, looking into your business, if you're resisting finding like any type of joy, like if I said earlier that I, I would all, like, I'm just working, 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 I was resisting taking a break. I was resisting having joy in my life because something didn't feel right. So when you resist it, it's going to persist. The same thing goes with energy. If mm -hmm. you are joyful and you're looking and you're living in gratitude every day for the small things, then that is what's going to continue to happen. And you're going to see more and more of that. And then it's just harder to focus on the small little things that do go wrong. You're able to get out of it quicker. So true. And Nikki says that it's raining here and it's only 14 degrees and I'm grateful because the rain is needed and the cool air is refreshing. Yes, something to be totally grateful for. Exactly. And it shifts you instantly. Yeah, so true, so true. So, uh, you all so, so so you provide business owners uh, help and tips for creating non-toxic culture so can you tell us more about your services yes so i i do work one-on-one -on -one with people i also am opening up my founding program coming up next week actually today starts my um clean beauty business challenge I'm going to do a five-day challenge starting tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And I'm going to walk everybody through five days of how do you find the culture? How do you start shifting into creating more abundance and um, a bunch of different goodies in that five-day challenge? And then that is going to open up my founding program for the Clean Beauty Business Method. Mm -hmm. And that is going to open up on Friday. And that is going to be for business owners. That I, I am promoting more to my beauty professionals. And that being said, any entrepreneur, we're in the same boat. So any type of creative business entrepreneur can benefit because it really does go across the board, no mm -hmm. matter what industry you're in this is going to be my blueprint, my roadmap that I have 
built over the last decade of how to run my business with joy, with abundance and freedom. Cool, cool. I love that. So uh, where can we join the program, the challenge? You can join and let me grab, I don't have the link. I'm going to grab the link and then I will pop it here in the chat for you. Cool, cool. Yeah. How long is the program, the challenge? The challenge is five days. So it'll be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Friday will be our last day. And then the um, program opens after that, which we're not going to start the program until um, the second week in July. Okay, cool. Yeah, and that's well, a, a three-month program. So anybody who needs to get rid of toxic thoughts uh, can join your program? Yes. And we're also, it's going to be toxic products, toxic thoughts, toxic people, everything, that whole holistic view of it, that is going to be every, like every blueprint that I have, I'm going to be walking everyone through. And so this, if you are not a, if you don't have a product that you need to reduce toxins in, like chemicals or whatever, this is still going to be super helpful for you because as a human, you're using products. So mm -hmm. then you get to learn, okay, maybe you're not selling those products, but you get to learn what do you not want to use on your skin, your hair, your makeup, um, your cleaning, and then you also learn sustainability. So how do we reduce the waste in the world? That, like I said, I started my journey of all of those things at home. That's where it started. And mm -hmm. then I shifted it into the business. And every business has something to clean, also, we have waste. Like, no matter what business you have, where do we reduce that? Cool. I yeah. love that. And I, I just wanted to... Hi, Kutsi. Thanks for tuning in. So I just... Th that you mentioned products. So I just have this question. If we are using these all these toxic products, uh, for example especially products with a lot of fragrances. And I've heard that companies try to hide a lot of toxic chemicals under the term fragrances. Yeah. So if we are using these kind of toxic chemicals, it, does it affect us mentally as well? 100%. So all of these chemicals, they're neurotoxins. And neurotoxins is going to affect every part of you that's why when i was saying like a lot of wrist pain for the beauty professionals like or if you're working like with your crafts and stuff or in your in the computer and you're around a lot of toxic stuff neurotoxins affect your nerves so you're going to feel all of that a lot of these chemicals also are proven to um so like really affect our brain every day like our brain functions are affected by the chemicals so that's why it's so important whether it's at home or in your business for both of them to come together and, and get rid of the things that we don't need and this is where like you'll hear it on the five-day challenge but i am so passionate about just being a conscious consumer right knowing the facts 
knowing what is in the products, like not just blindly following these big companies, because let's face it, these big companies pay billions of dollars to market their product, to get it out in front of us. Mm -hmm. And they're not, it's not 100% true. Like Clorox and, you know, all of these 409, it is not healthy for you to be breathing that in. Mm -hmm. And they don't tell us what the side effects are. They don't yeah. tell us that after so much time of using this, that it can get into your lungs and cause lung, lung cancer. I mean, these are types of things that we don't know until we know. And yeah. we're not taught this. Nobody growing up tells you that this could be toxic because we blindly follow these big companies. And what I I've heard, like the thoughts on that is a lot of the times people will tell me, well, they wouldn't put something on the market that could harm us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll say that. I know. And it's so sad that unfortunately it does happen. Thanks for bringing this up. And uh, I I've been, uh, I, I, my background is biotech. So we, uh, and I focus on environmental biotechnology. So we had to study a lot of these toxins and stuff. And uh, thankfully I've reduced, I try to reduce and cut down as much as I can. Uh, of course we can't achieve a completely perfect toxin free life, but avoiding as much as you can, can really be helpful. And that's the whole thing. Um, really, when I started on this journey, because I am an all in kind of girl, <laughs> I just I am, I find something that I'm passionate about, and I go all in. And I, I, I really started on this whole journey and like shifted so much so quickly. And then I was in this self beat up. If I went and like if my husband because oh, we've gone 30 some 40 some years using a product using something that you just you don't even think of so it's it can be hard to shift and also to get everybody enrolled right everybody in your household enrolled on it so mm -hmm. when my husband would bring something in that I just I was like what we're switching everything I don't understand like don't you get what these products are doing I would actually be really hard on myself and start spiraling like oh I can't believe we're using all these things being able to first identify that thought second to start rewiring it and to give myself grace I have more of like 80 20 even 70 30 sometimes I can't get rid of every single thing some things they don't even make an alternative for so until we can do that but I consciously make choices every single day that is going to be healthier for me, for my family, for my business. And that's really what it's about is being the conscious consumer. Cool, cool. Thanks for elaborating that. And it was wonderful chatting with you. I, I, I would just like to summarize everything that we learned today. Number one, what it means by creating a talk non-toxic culture uh, two most two most common toxic thoughts that come to us to all business owners and number three three steps 
to overcome, uh, to get rid of these non-toxic thoughts, I mean, toxic thoughts and uh, convert them to something positive. Yeah. Yep. And just everyone who's listening, like, find something you're passionate about. Find something that lights you up and just be open to it open to new changes, really take a look at what's underneath of what's holding you back and pursue your passions, bring more joy into your life and find a community that will support you in that so that you're not alone because you're not. And that's why I started my business with the coaching is because you are not alone. There are people out there who believe in the same things, who want the same outcomes. And that is where you can start to create a very loving, caring, joyful environment for you to grow your business. Cool. Thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you for sharing the link. Yes. Uh, can you just read it out? It's uh, JacquelineRodriguez.com yes. slash clean challenge opt-in. That is the link, and I'm going to post it again just in case it got lost. Um, and you can click that link. If you're having trouble with it or whatever comes up, DM me. Just send me a DM. I'm going to be checking on everything today. You, There's still plenty of time to sign up. I'm going to have some options for replays. And we're just going to, you, you know, you'll be able to hop into the Facebook group and really just get going and enjoy the process. Let it be easy and just come in with an open mind. All right, thank you so much. Lastly, if you're looking for a way to make extra 10K in your sleep so you can cut down your hours to spend more time with your kids, sign up for my free masterclass via the link in the description. Bye-bye.